Welcome to the Inner Power Podcast, the place to help you unleash your inner power and develop unshakable confidence to finally create kick-ass results in your career, relationship, and life that embrace who you are. I'm your host and personal confidence coach, Olga, and I'm here to share practical and actionable techniques, real-life wisdom for myself and other powerhouse women with the backup of human behavior science. This is the place where you will learn it all to finally step up your game, feel great about yourself, and live life with a new sense of unfuckwithability. If you're ready to step into your fabulous and most powerful self, let's do this. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Inner Power Podcast. I'm your host and super confidence coach, Olga. And today I want to share a little bit about, a, let's say, a personal experience. Um that I think will be a really good reminder for you um, to bring back into your, let's say, awareness, into your life, um, and to just, you know, keep in mind the next time you run into a situation where you might feel powerless. Um, What I'm talking about is actually the birth of my little daughter, um, Probably when you're going to hear this, it's going to be a couple of weeks since she's been born. Um, But the message will still remain the same. Um, The reason why I decided to record an episode on this is the moment when I gave birth to her and she was handed into my, you know, hands and I was sitting there with my husband in the hospital um, holding her and just looking at her, you know. I just, I just looked at her and I thought, you know, she is so perfect. Um, we've just, let's say, the both of us, her and I, we've just had, let's say, a major challenge to overcome by giving birth. Um, and yet here we are, like, sitting here super peacefully and just looking at her, you know, I just realized or it, it just... Um, reminded me that you know looking at her is like there's nothing wrong with her she is so perfect um she is just you know pure peace pure love um there's nothing wrong with her um there is nothing broken about her um there's nothing to be fixed um and you know I was just thinking, you know, so often we think that there is something wrong with us, that there is something, you know, broken about us, that we need some kind of fixing, that we need some kind of, um, I don't know, like making up or beautification or whatever you want to call it, right? Um, In any case, like we think the way we are is not okay, is not good, is not sufficient, is not um, acceptable or enough. And so we try to find ways on how we can make up for that. Whether that is, you know, through um, achieving certain financial status or achieving certain positions within our career, um, going after titles, um, hunting for um, recognition, somebody's appraisal, um, approval, all those kind of things. Or especially when I see like 
um, when it comes to beauty, you know, I'm, I'm just so devastated to be honest with you. Um, how girls at even a super, super young age already feel like, you know, they have to be a certain way. They have to change, I don't know, certain things about how, what their eyelashes look like, what their skin look like, looks like, what their nails look like, whatever, whatever, the way they dress. And it frightens me because we're sending so many wrong messages to, you know, little girls and women all over the world and um when in fact there is nothing you know wrong with them when they are perfect when they have been born um you know just already you know perfect i can't i can't find a different word like i'm really i'm really cr critical with this word of perfection but i mean each and every one of us really is born perfectly perfectly imperfect right we're all different we're all unique but this is what makes us so perfect in my way or in my understanding and so when i was sitting there in the hospital holding my little daughter um and um you know getting this this download and this reminder that hey you know we've all been born this way you have been born this way i have been born this way um that it is a very important reminder that we need to make for ourselves. Um, and so I thought, hey, why not make an episode about this? Um, specifically about five points <laughs> or five things that I think we all can um, learn from a newborn. Again, when it comes to inner power and confidence um, about feeling worthy and lovable. Um, that too often we just simply forget in our day-to-day -day, like lives because I mean we've been let's say we've been on this life path for a couple of decades and um, with that let's say journey or our existence here obviously we've learned so many things that are actually disempowering to us that make um, our our let's say that make it very difficult for us to achieve the life that we actually want, to show up in the way, in the in like in the authentic way that we want, to not hold back on who we are and to let go of all those, you know, emotions of shame and guilt that you're probably carrying with you. Um, and I know from my own experience, you know, I've carried so much of that package with me and there's still so many moments when I come to you know my mind tricks me into believing that um i'm not good enough yet for some reasons right and so i think it's very important to have this little reminder and to go over those five points and realize like hey i've been that little girl when i was born right so if i was born this way why should i not be able to you know live this way right and cast off all that other bullshit that I've kind of, or my mind has kind of um, taken as a reality, as a fake, fake reality for myself, fake truths, and just let go of it. Because number one, um, like I mentioned, the first thing that you need to remember 
or that you can learn from a newborn is really like my daughter she knows that there is nothing wrong with her like she was born and she was just there um she had no worries about you know her looks her being completely naked her being um you know so vulnerable um in that moment she just didn't have any doubts about herself she was just being her you know in all her you know uniqueness and all her um let's say beauty so i think this one is such a big one and you need to remember that you were born completely perfectly whole complete worthy lovable um and beautiful so she has she has no inner critic she has no judge who continues to you know to tell her right this moment like hey um but your nose is too big or your your eyelashes they're too few and too short you should put on some some fake ones or that um you are not skilled enough to go after your dream job or start your um dream business um she doesn't have those kind of voices she's just fully embracing who she is um her authenticity and um just her person you know and so i think the next time that you know you you come to confront a situation where that kind of inner critic or inner judge comes up for you and says but you know whatever you've achieved so far that's not enough to um whatever for example in my case um this year i found myself like it doesn't matter if you've worked with a fortune 500 company if you've uh helped x amount of women do do you know that or the other it doesn't matter it's not enough for me it was always like okay i've done that check but i never felt like okay this gives me the you know the authority or the um kind of um permission to go out and teach i don't know hundreds of or thousands of other women to do the same you know it was always like yeah but you've still you still haven't done that so that inner critic is a huge you know is a huge bitch <laughs> let's put it like this um and i want to just you know encourage you the next time that you hear your inner critic whatever she might he or she might be criticizing about you whether it's your weight whether it's your your the way you look whether it's your um capability or your lovability your worthiness your intelligence whatever it is that is being criticized just know that this voice this let's say little personality within you um has come up from a different space but it is not you you were not born with that personality with that inner critic right so just try to imagine like next time you have that moment close your eyes and try to visualize like okay how does that critic look like you know try to give them a name um 
try to see who's really behind that little voice of yours. Um, and this will help you to slowly, you know, disassociate from that voice to make clear and become aware that this is not me. This is some other part that I have kind of learned um, throughout the decades of life that I have been having here on earth. Um, your mind came up with this, let's say, persona. And um, just realize, you know, this is somebody else I've come to develop. But who I really am is that little baby, that little girl that has been born whenever your birthday is, right? So key point number one, you know, or she knows that there is nothing wrong with her. She needs no fixing, no, no nothing. The way she is, is completely perfect and she's just lovable and worthy the way she is. That applies to you as well. The second point is <laughs> my baby girl, man, she is focused on herself and her well-being. And I think, so she's her number one priority. And I think this is something that we really need to um, remind ourselves, especially as women more often, because usually we're the ones to prioritize everybody else before us and um, make ourselves last on the list, especially when you have kids. It's always like family first, maybe your husband, kids, uh, make sure that all of that all of them are taken care of. But then you go to bed and you've done nothing for yourself, right? Or maybe you're, you know, maybe you're single or just in a, rela in a relationship and you have a very demanding job and you want to advance in your career because I know you're ambitious, right? So you're putting on all the work in your business, in your career, in your job, and you make sure that everything gets done there, but then you forget to take care of yourself, right? And um, babies, they're focused totally on themselves, but they're egoistic, but like in a good way, because they make sure that they know that in order for them to live and to be well, they need to prioritize themselves. They can't put themselves like third on the list and wait until somebody is motivated enough to, you know, feed them right now. No, they need to make sure that they get fat when they are hungry. That their diaper gets changed when they really feel like, hey, I've spent too much time in here. Please change and clean me up, right? Um, and she will, you know, she will demand it until she gets it. She's not there lying around thinking like, oh, yeah, you, you know, you take your time. No, she's like, man, mom, I want to eat right now, period. She has no hard feelings or guilt about demanding it because she knows that this is essential for her to feel good. Um, and she's right, you know, and I think we as adults... <laughs> We, we don't, like, we can't take that, let's say, um, advice from a little baby um, serious enough. Like, you need to take care of yourself. If you don't take care of your vessel, of your body, of your mind, of your energy, you know, you cannot perform for other people. You cannot 
show up in your job with um, the the fullest of your ability, with the fullest of your power. Um, you will show up in a way that, you know, is lacking energy. You will show up stressed. You will show up exhausted. You will show up um, in a mindset that takes you very quickly um, to a scarcity mindset, to focusing on what you don't have, comparing yourself to others, and um, brings you into an emotional state where you're constantly acting out of fear. Because your your you know your body is just shutting down if you're not taking care of yourself. Eventually, for example, if you're in burnout, your mind is just in survival mode. And when you're in survival mode, you react completely differently than when you are in a state of abundance, when you feel good about yourself, when you feel both physically, mentally, and emotionally good about yourself, right? Um, so take this advice really um, seriously. Fill up your vessel first, fill up your cup first, and then you can pour into other people's cups. But if you allow for your cup to go empty and you don't refill it, you don't have anything to give to other people. And, you know, it's the same, not only actually with our, um, let's say, emotions, mindset, um, and physical well-being, but it's also, you know, this having a balance between giving and receiving, like, you can't just always give, 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 give to other people, even though you want to. You have to allow for other people to give back to you as well, to receive, even if it's just, you know, a compliment. How often has it happened to you that um, somebody compliments you and you just um, play it off? Like, hey, you you have like, what a lovely out outfit you have. It looks so good on you. And you're just like, oh, it's nothing. I just got it, you know, on sales or something like that. Now, just allow yourself to receive. Just say, yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for noticing, right? So really, number two, stay focused on yourself and your well-being and make yourself a priority. And don't feel bad or guilty about demanding what is necessary for you to feel that way, okay? So number three that you can learn from a newborn is my baby, she speaks her truth. <laughs> yeah, she can talk um, in words yet, right? But she is communicating and she is communicating her truth, Um if she doesn't like something, trust me, she will tell you. Like, I don't know if you've um, observed this maybe with kids or with with uh, babies. Um, when, for example, when, when people who literally have like a, a negative energy, let's say, or something about them that doesn't make them, uh, let's say, really trustworthy, when you can sense like somebody's, I don't know, has a weird energy babies won't like to be helped by them kids will not want to get close to those people they don't want to you know maybe you have that one uncle or this one aunt where you're always like where you were also always like go and say hi to your to your aunt or uncle and you're like no i don't want to you know because you were kind of feeling icky about them 
or other people and um it's because they sense it something like their communication is still like on a different level it's more let's say i would say energetic and emotional right but they can tell stuff and if they don't like something they will tell you they will start crying they will start screaming they will turn away whatever it is but if it's something that doesn't go their way <laughs> they simply won't do it and they will let you know and um they have no need to you know <laughs> make their cry a little bit nicer or um, not too loud um, to maybe hurt our feelings as parents or make us uncomfortable. No, they will straight up scream their lungs out if something um, is not to their liking. And I think so many times we're holding ourselves back to speak our truth, to be authentic, to really let people know, you know, um, I'm not really feeling... I'm not really feeling this. I'm not feeling, for example, um, the review that you get maybe from your boss, right? Or so many times I've, I've, you know, realized I have been adapting to groups of friends, groups of people where I wasn't showing up as my, you know, as my 100% self, where I sometimes maybe faked certain interests or, you know, got interested in other people's um things just to kind of fit in to belong right and oftentimes i also i also observe you know people just beautifying stuff making it more nice especially when you know when you're married to a latino like i am like in the beginning and i'm 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 german and germans are quite direct let's say latinos are the complete opposite right And so many times for for him and his family, my way of communication was very like um, aggressive, even though I didn't mean it in any aggressive way, right? But for them, they're used to, you know, people telling them things in a nice way, even though they're trying to say like, fuck off. But by us doing that, we are basically telling our mind that, hey, what I'm thinking my opinion, what I appreciate, what I value, um, does not matter because we're adapting to other, to other people, right? We're actually not stating what we actually feel, what we actually think. And it takes guts. It takes courage to do that. But when you are in your power and when you have and no worries about what other, other people might think of you, when you don't give a shit about what they will um, you know, how they will see you, whether they will like you or not because of what you're going to say, then you're able to use your power. And that's how, you know, my little girl is at this moment. She just speaks her truth and she doesn't care if mommy likes it or daddy likes it. She just wants to be heard. And um, I think that's a very important point to take with us. Um, number four is she's present, you know, she's completely present. Um, I think being present, it sounds so easy, but really it's such a big challenge for most of us being mindful, being in that moment, um, being really, yeah, being really engaged with what is happening right now. So, you know, she's not worried about what happened a few hours ago or 
whether she ate enough or not yesterday um, or you know worrying about the future what will be the next time that she's going to eat no she's like focusing on this very moment like she feels hunger now or she feels discomfort now um, and this is where she is and she lets me know that this is what she's feeling right this moment. When she feels like smiling, she smiles. When she feels like crying, she cries. But she has no fear stories, you know, running her life about how maybe how inadequate she is or how uh, scarce her food is, that there will not be enough for her tomorrow, um, which kicks off usually for us this whole shit show of fear and worry. Um you know, I mean, how often when, when you're trying to avoid making decisions and you have all those what ifs, what ifs, what ifs, what ifs that are keeping you from taking action. This is, you know, when we are not present. This is the best sign for you to, you know, when you're either stuck in the past, reminiscing the past of how well or how awesome it has been back in the days and how you wish it could be this way again. Or you're, you know, so worried about what's going to happen in the future. If I make that move, if I take that job, if I open up and allow myself to start that new relationship, whatever, you know, change is going to come for you. And it can be, you know, a tiny thing, what you're going to eat, you know, um, trying out a new restaurant or something like that. If you're starting to get caught up in the what ifs, you know, what if I don't like it? What if he won't love me? What if, what if, what if? Um, that's the best indicator to just close your eyes, literally. Take a deep breath and um, get back into this moment right now. Like, where are you at right this moment? What is going on? What is, you know, what are you feeling? What do you want? And I think by us just practicing going within literally through breathing um maybe my uh, meditation or mindfulness practices and just tuning in with ourselves and checking in like okay what is it that i actually want what is it that i actually need and then just take the next step from it will allow you to you know overcome that fear factory show that your mind is generating um and let go of those attachments to the past what has happened has happened it's gone and what is in the future hasn't happened yet so either way you can't control either of those two directions you can only control what is happening right now and so you know really take the baby's advice and just focus on the present moment and on what it is that you might need right this moment and I am 100% confident that this will help you if you start making decisions based on that based on your emotional and physical needs right this moment you know you will start feeling better you will start filling up your cup like we talked earlier you will start nourish your your yourself that in change will, you know, allow you to feel better about yourself. That will elevate your self-esteem. And when you have higher self-esteem and you feel 
good about yourself, you will feel more confident and more powerful to take on whatever, you know, shows up for you in life that next moment, right? So practice being present. And so the last point is tightly related to number four, which is processing emotions. So babies or little children, they process a ton of emotions. Like if you just watch her face for one minute, it can go from looking sad to like almost like she wants to cry, then go back to a smile, then, you know, feeling like she's thinking about something. There's like just so much going on inside of her. But the thing is, she doesn't hold on to those emotions, right? And oftentimes, and I mean, for us women in particular, I mean, our brain is wired with a focus on emotions and um, it's extra challenging, let's say, compared to guys to sometimes let go of emotional attachments, right? But it's just an important thing to, to, you know, to remember or that we can learn from them is like process the emotion, like allow yourself to feel it, but then allow yourself to release them and to move on. Like so often we hold on to, you know, I don't know, feeling disappointed with somebody or feeling hurt, feeling sad, um, feeling afraid of something, right? Um, and we hold on for so long to it that it basically, it cripples us. It like, um, it cripples us from, from experiencing a different kind of emotion, right? From opening ourselves up to a new experience because we just shut down and we just stay in that emotional state and then you know something great happens and we don't give ourselves permission to experience that because we're still stuck in that you know frustration and disappointment and maybe um toxic shame whatever it is that you're experiencing right but for babies you know it's just like and i think this is how we should also see our emotions it's like you're in an ocean and there will be waves, like never ending waves. And every wave is just a new emotion that we're experiencing them. And you have two different strategies to be able to basically go through those emotions. You can either, you know, learn, you can see, you can learn to um, dive underneath them. Like you will feel the wave coming and then you just go underneath it and you will still feel that wave, you know, you will still feel the the strength of that wave. But by you just allowing yourself to flow with the wave, to not just, you know, stand there and just let it hit you right on. Um, by you going underneath it, you just go with the flow and you experience it. But then the wave comes, you know, as soon as it moves uh, over you, it is gone. And then you're there ready to, you know, experience the next emotion and the next life event. But the second strategy, and this is how usually we, we face emotions, is like we see the wave and we stand, our, we stand there. Like we really make sure that we have a good grip on our feet. And um, we just face that, that wave like head on. Like we allow it to like hit us like right on and usually what happens is we get carried away with the wave we're not like when that wave passed we usually find ourselves i don't know how many meters further uh 
further away from where we actually started, right? And um, especially when, you know, when it's, when it's positive emotions, awesome. <laughs> Allow yourself to get carried away a bit, right? But um, if it's negative emotions and you allow yourself to get carried away by each wave and you allow each wave to hit you like 100% when it's not necessary, you know, when all that, that emotion wants is for your attention to become aware of what is going on and you allow it to take you further than you actually would have to if you were just to dive underneath it and to let it pass you. Um, it can spiral you, you know, in a very vicious cycle downwards, lead you to, you know, depression, lead you to anxiety, lead you to this complete state of, um, of stress and, um, yeah, fear, anxiousness. So just remember, like, maybe you want to, whatever, go on YouTube and just watch a video by a, like where they are showing uh, a baby's face, you know, and all these emotions that they pass and just become aware that, hey, yeah, this is a way to manage emotions too, you know, just allow them to move through you, but not carry you with them and release them. Most importantly, like no emotion will ever last forever, right? You haven't had any emotion that has last forever. Eventually it will fade away, but you are in control of allowing that to happen faster. If, um, you simply remember this example of the ocean waves and you decide to just go underneath it and, um, allow it to be felt, but not to get carried away by it. So those were the five points that I think are truly important and that we can learn from any baby or a little child, really, and that it is important for us to consider that we've been that little baby, that you were born with these natural abilities to, you know, to know that there's nothing wrong with you, to really feel it, to take care of yourself and demand what it is that you want and need. You've been given that ability since what you were a little, very little, um, to speak your truth and to not give a shit about what other people might think of you. Stay authentic to, you know, yourself, to your beliefs and to your values. Um, to be present, you have that ability. It's just, you know, all of those things are just a matter of you going back to that little girl that you were and still are and you have within you, right? But who got a little bit covered up or carried away through all those beliefs and emotional attachments and stories that our mind has created um, over the lifetime. And just know that, you know, you have the ability to process emotions and that you um, don't have to hold on to them, that you can release them and that you can move on from them and um, just maybe try to pay more attention to kids in your environment when you see them and you will find each and every 
one of those five qualities in them. And just always remember, I, I actually, I want to encourage you, like go get a picture of you when you were little and one that you really like and hang it somewhere. Hang it maybe in your bathroom, hang it in your bedroom, whatever it is that you pass by really often, maybe even on your um, phone as a screensaver and make that a reminder for you that all of those things, you know, apply to you as well. Um, and that there's no reason for you to feel broken, like you need fixing, that there's something wrong with you, that you don't have the power to speak your truth, that you are just, you know, the stories that your mind makes up and all of those things, but that you're really this kind of this little girl that was born with those five qualities. And it's just a matter of you reigniting them. All right. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, found it helpful. Let me know as always, if you enjoyed it, leave me a comment and um, let me know if there's maybe a topic that you would like to hear um, something on more specifically. Right. So uh, with that being said, I will leave you here and um, hear you next time. Bye. You liked what you heard on this episode, but would like to get more support. Just follow me on social media at the Olga Mueller on Instagram. Send me an email on algamuller.coaching at gmail.com or join the wonderful tribe of incredible ambitious women on Facebook in the Women with Unshakable Confidence group. See you next time.